two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. Wikipedia! 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 Four intriguing topics. They talk. You listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Realized none of us discussed who should be uh, picking the opening up for this. How disappointing. <laughs> so I'll do that. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed our previous episode, our spooky Halloween special. So now we're getting back on track with... <sighs> Get it out of your system, Joe. Okay. We're getting back on track with more pointless topics and discussions. Today, we have returning offender Jeff Burke. Hello. And we have a brand new person to our show, Jay. What's up, man? You are on a podcast, right? Yep. You just had uh, my co- podcast partner on there, uh, Becca Harnes, where we do Between Two Butts. Ah, yes. Between Two Butts, the title <laughs> of the show, which I just absolutely adore. Uh, because what was it? You don't let anything fall through the cracks? Yeah, the podcast that lets nothing slip between the cracks. That's what it is. That's yep. what it's it interesting is. because because Jeff's background here in Zoom is Joe Exotic, and he knows all about being beat between some butts. Right, Burke? That's right. In fact, it's <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hey, Joe is coming out strong. Here, Joe, since uh, we'll just patch up a bit. Yay. There you go. Um, so as usual, you got myself Art here with Joe. You already heard him uh, coming out the gate strong with some classic comedy. And Dave, the producer, hiding in his hole. Hello. What's everybody drinking tonight before we get into this? I'm going to start off because I'm so embarrassed by this. I got a 40 at the liquor store today. Colt 45. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's a hey, dynamite Joe. taste. Right, Joe, can you just do me a favor? Can you tell me, give me a heads up when you're doing this? Because I would like to join you. Like, I'll actually go to the 7-Eleven and, sure, sure. you know, get, I can't do it now. <laughs> tell me, like, tell <laughs> me. In the future, in the future. Yeah. I like how you brag about being able to buy booze at the 7-Eleven art. Hey, Seriously. man, Californians, we're all alcoholics. That's all we do. <laughs> I'm about to show my age because now I think of that song, Colt 45, it's a dynamite taste. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Right, go to YouTube. No, that's right. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Art? What are you drinking? Oh, um, I am uh, actually doing a tasting session during this episode with uh, three different types of liquors from uh, Liechtenstein. Um, and the first one is a single malt whiskey aged in a Pinot Noir barrel. These gonna get wrecked. I am. It's gonna be great. Yep. How about you, Jay? What do you have? I'm embarrassed to say just boring old water because I'm supposed to be cutting back on coffee at night. So otherwise I'd be drinking mm. coffee. I know. Loser. <laughs> and you, Burke? Uh, since I'm online with you sophisticates, I decided to go the wine. Well, can you see that? The wine route. <laughs> and this is uh, a Tango Peach by Bordy Winery in lovely Maryland. Oh, nice. House and wine. Nice. And how about you, Dave? 
I got a Yangerling, which I've kind of ripped the you just label off. Of <laughs> feel it's great. Yangerling. Yangerling. Are you feeling a little frustrated there, Dave? What's going on with the the, the label? A little sexually yeah. frustrated. I, um, guess. I think this right could over. be what you were requesting, Jay. I'm not sure. Let's find out. <laughs> oh, apparently there's commercial before the, the music. Oh, this is a great radio. Whoa. Flying full 45 can. we go all right Rock. good <laughs> that was my childhood thank you well, I, I like that in your childhood your parents walked down in front of the tv and you watch beer commercials the entire time exactly that's a good way to grow up that's a good way to grow up okay that well, was not we the have, uh, frogs. We, we've jerked off a long time here just getting into the intro so let's get this thing started four topics all disappointing 10 minutes a piece let's see what we can talk about uh, so I'll start off with the topic of movie soundtracks. Uh, shut your pie hole, Joe. This is a topic I got from an audience member. It's not me coming up with movies again. Wow. Art, once again, does not have his own topic. A big surprise. Damn it. Where's my... Where? where <laughs> damn it. Where? <laughs> Fuck you. Hold on. Blow it out your ass. There it is. I changed my tabs. I didn't know where Duke was. So this topic comes from our fans. I believe this came from Ryan. And the topic is soundtracks to movies. What soundtrack to a film was markedly better than the movie itself? We know this sort of shit happens. Doesn't happen all the time, but it certainly has happened. And for one example, I'll give you right now to me that comes to my mind. Godzilla, the um, the Matt. Oh shit! Uh, what the hell is? Oh God! The that, the Matthew Broderick. That's it. Matthew Broderick. I couldn't remember his last oh, name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Roland yeah, the Matthew Broderick yeah. Godzilla movie that had a tight, 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 awesome soundtrack mm-hmm. with uh, you know Puff Daddy doing his cover with the, the Jimmy Plant song and all that stuff. But man, Jimmy Plant. Robert I don't Plant. know. I've Jimmy Page, Robert Plant. Yeah. There you go. Well, you know, I'm just taking the <laughs> shortcut here. You know, I'm getting the two together. Best part about it is I'm going to go ahead and edit what I just set out. So, you know, the, the soundtrack where he did that cover song from um, uh, Led Zeppelin. Anyway, point is that soundtrack outpaced that movie. It was a garbage heap of yep. cinema. It was so, so bad. But that soundtrack was something that I could play on repeat constantly. So anybody mm-hmm. else have any soundtracks that they uh, could think of that comes to mind? That that film just killed so many careers. Uh, there was a, there, you know, just to talk about the movie for like a second here, the, the, the main actress, I don't even remember her name. And she was yeah. so horrible, so unlikable. And I don't know if she ever starred in like a movie after that. She was so bad. Um, I would have to say, oh boy, this is this is a t- struggle because usually if I like a soundtrack, I like the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say, I, I would have to go a little bit of a different route and say that I still like the movie, but I like the soundtrack more. Um, probably The Crow. 
the uh, original Crow, be, be, because that was a banging album. The um, um, talking about the yeah. Brandon Lee Crow, of course. Um, uh, Pantera, Nine Inch Nails. Um, oh God! I think the Cure. I, the Cure was on there. I think oh, so. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I forgot about that. Yeah, a lot uh, of good stuff in there. Uh, just a fantastic album um actually oh oh i actually i will actually change my answer because i did just read remember one album that i really liked where i thought that the movie was pretty stupid um that was oliver stone's natural born killers um <laughs> great album uh the movie's a bit uh, too hard edge for joe and his uh I just animal crossing stupid. sensibilities I, no no no, no, no. <laughs> I, I just thought it was like shock value just to be shock value, you know, that there really was no uh, un- underlying message with it. it. It just didn't do it for me. And it, it was, uh, uh, but, but great, great soundtrack. Um, try to remember, I think Nine Inch Nails might've been on that album too, uh, w- with a song Burn, which was great. Um, uh, Bob, a Bob Dylan, uh, version of i think you belong to me was on there a fantastic album i think that would have to be my choice there just because i really dislike the movie uh what about you uh jeff so the last soundtrack i bought to a movie was wayne's world but i liked wayne's world so it doesn't count but if i was going to give an answer (laughs) i'd probably say purple rain i think dave already threw it out there only because it's got a ton of like the iconic Prince songs are on that album. I guess they're on the movie soundtrack. The movie sucked ass. I don't think I ever could even finish it, but the soundtrack <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> if you like Prince at I all, sh- that's sort of like the go-to. I, that, have to... I can't really think of any movie soundtrack that was memorable. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's like a song or two that's great, but for like the whole album to be great. Again, Wayne's World comes to mind. Purple Rain comes to mind. And I'm kind of at a loss anything beyond that. One comment on yours, Joe, about the Godzilla. I think the thing that sucked most about Godzilla was it was it came out so close to the Jurassic Park 1 and 2 that when he oh. had like the baby Godzillas, they looked like raptors. The Velociraptors. And it was, it was yeah. a total ripoff. And it was pretty total obvious. Rip-off. Plus it had yeah, Matthew God- Broderick and he sucks. Yeah, Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla was 98 and, you know, uh, Jurassic Park was 93 and I think the Jurassic Park 2 was 96, 97 time frame something like that Yeah, something yeah. great about the, the American God Zill, I'm talking about the 1998 version not the more recent films which have been very very good Yes. Um, Japan was so offended by that movie that they actually said that that, that Godzilla <laughs> the uh, American version actually appeared in another <laughs> a Godzilla movie where he got jacked up by yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> I've seen it. It's great. They turned him into an iguana. He, they made him an iguana, but he's not an iguana. Yeah, like, yeah, and like, exactly. Like, you mean, they actually said, they actually said in the, uh, like, the dialogue, like, oh, uh, you, you know, that's the American Godzilla, you know, not ours or something <laughs> like that. We take no ownership of him. None at all. None at all. Uh, what do you think, Jay? So for me, it's it's obvious. It's a movie that's that's awful, but it's awful in an awesome way. It's Rocky Four. Mm. It's the soundtrack I often work out to. 
great, you know, great lots of great survivor songs, training montages. But the movie is silly because these two boxers, Rocky and Drago, would be dead after the first round with as hard as they're hitting each other. So it's a silly movie, but the soundtrack just kicks ass. It's 80s cheese, nostalgia. I love it. It's, it's comfort food, but I dig it. Jay, I could not disagree more. That movie <laughs> ended the Cold War. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I love the movie. There, don't get me wrong. I love Gorbachev it. Gorbachev yeah. was there. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good actor that got for Gorbachev. Did Sylvester Sloan make a plea that we all can get along in that movie? Oh yeah. My God. We all can if change. You can change. I can change. <laughs> <laughs> we all can change. It was if great, he dies, Dave. He dies. We should, uh, um, we should have Dave here. do more impressions. <laughs> Separate podcast. <laughs> I actually have to. I actually have to call. As as much as I love Dave, I actually have to call him out here because the thing is, is that Dave likes to give us um, examples of times that we can use with our answers, and his very first example was um, an idea. Guys, is you could say the bodyguard. <laughs> Seriously, Dave. <laughs> Wait, you bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great soundtrack. Uh, it's a great soundtrack. <laughs> Whitney Houston rocked it. It's what a, was on a, the a Clueless soundtrack? Because I don't remember that at all. That was the birthplace of ska, if I remember. Oh, Mighty Mighty oh. Boston's were oh, on it. You oh, mean it, it, it gave birth to the music trend that lasted exactly one year before <laughs> oh. burning out into a blaze of Jerry Pop and Daddies and uh, hey, yeah. oh my god, the Brian Setzer Orchestra and Big Band. Oh, that's the that's the big band. Real stuff. Big that Fish. Wasn't ska. ska was like Gold Real Finger. Big Fish. Yeah. Was Gold Finger, oh, Real Big Fish. Like that. That's right. That's right. That's right. right. I like you. All right. Um, yeah. Well, I oh, we still have two minutes left on this topic. We do. Why do you guys time yourselves on this show? That's amazing. I know. Well, what we can do uh, in the interim is I have I found this song from my uh, I, I, just a movie. I'm guessing it's yours, Bert, from Purple Rain, but we'll see. Oh. I, then again, I just searched for songs, rain. Chocolate rain. Oh, this is not ah, it. That's not, not it. it. I was going to say, what the hell is that? Oh, that's the best song ever. I remember that. Zonday <laughs> <laughs> or Zaytante or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's Tay Zonday. Yeah. Yeah. In the same in the same vein as Rocky IV, um, because I actually enjoyed Rocky IV, another great soundtrack that I think went with a great movie, which I know is is not the point of your topic, Art, but, but we do have a, a minute to fill here. Is Scarface? Yeah. Scarface was fucking yes. great. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't remember what. Um, I still remember when I played Grand Theft Auto Three. <laughs> one of the radio stations on there was like the songs from Scarface. So just push it to the <laughs> limit. The limit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Well, I tell All you, right, the, the topic you... of movies with good soundtracks would take us on for at least the next like three weeks. There's so That's true. so That's many true. of them. There's so far. How would you score this, Dave? Um, I'm gonna have to give Jay four points for Rocky Four. Uh, definitely remember the training montage going through the snow. Hearts on fire. 
Yep. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Very motivational. <laughs> Might not be the best, but it's definitely the most memorable. And nice. Colt 45 was uh, popular then. So, yes, there you was. go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should actually make a drop out of the Colt 45 song. <laughs> well, since Jay, since Jay won our last topic, uh, he he will actually be our uh, he will actually be the uh, the question person with our next topic. That's right. Go FYI, ahead, everybody listening, that is not how we determine this, but we'll go along with the ride. <laughs> sure. Exactly okay. <laughs> Responsibility. So, guys, you know right now that uh, Cobra Kai is all the the rage. It's one of my favorite shows. It's on Netflix now. It was actually big on YouTube Premium the last two years. Now it's on Netflix. We're getting ready for season three next year. It's continuing the Karate Kid story. It's making the characters more complex, making it more uh, like flipping it a little bit, like who's actually the hero, who's the villain, all that good stuff. So uh, Mr. Jeanet and I were chatting because we're friends of the theater. And we thought a great topic might be what's another maybe nostalgic movie from the 80s or some favorite movie you'd like to continue see continue on TV mm. through streaming or what have you. Why don't you start us off and tell us uh, other than Karate Kid, which one uh, you would dig? I was thinking about this, and I think I love me some Red Dawn. That's another uh, another fun yeah. movie from the yeah. '80s. I mean, you'd have to update it a little bit, or maybe do like 30 years later if um, what's left of the Soviets are still in the U.S., or maybe it's another invading force. But I don't know. That might be kind of a fun weekly series to follow. You know, obviously we couldn't get Patrick Swayze back, rest in peace. But uh, <laughs> a lot of the other actors are still around, so I don't know. Red Dawn might have potential. Well, they re- they remade Red Dawn. What did you think of the remake? I wasn't crazy about it. I mean, I saw well. The, part of the problem, I think they started doing China, didn't they? And then they switched yeah. it to North Korea. Yeah, they just yeah. like they, superimposed they it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't it wasn't the original. Agreed. Wolverines. Yeah. Wolverines. So yeah, <laughs> maybe you could call it Wolverines. Yeah, that's your I new agree. streaming series. I'm embarrassed to say that I've never actually seen that movie. Really? I know I have to. I know I have to. What? But, but yeah. Not Get seen, off this! I, where, where is my boo? Yeah. Where is my boo? Get a soundboard guy. Get on top. Why do of I keep moving quick. these things around? Why do I think that I'm going to improve my situation by by moving shit? While we're waiting here, uh, Burke, what do you think? Nope, that's wrong. I got there a couple is. in my head rattling around. The great boo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? It just derailed the conversation. I'm done now. Uh, okay. Good. <laughs> So I'm kind of debating back and forth between two Schwarzenegger classics. I think it, it didn't have a lot of great follow-on sequel movies, but I think I'd love to see a Predator TV show. Like ah. on HBO where, you know, if you can you can kind of base off the first movie where there's a group of commandos and they're in South America and this thing's killing them and, you know, kind yeah. of just take it from there. And then alternatively, I'm wondering, in this kind of the same vein, uh, for those that saw Commando. Yes. So it would almost be like 30 some years later where like Alyssa Milano's the parent and her like, you know, whatever son is in special forces and she gets kidnapped, you know, again, because why not? And, uh, you know, he's going to pick up and kind of track his mom down and kind of mix some roles up with, uh, or was it Ray Don Chong, I think was the female lead in that. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Quick I think note, I'd be down for watching either this... of those as a as a syndicated series on HBO. I'm going to clarify that because I don't want to see that crap on ABC yep. where they're editing the language and the violence. 
What were you going to say, Jay? Oh, sorry. There's a series on YouTube, if you can find it. It's a guy who turns all the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies into like 15-minute musicals. And <laughs> the Commando one is the best. Yeah. It's like oh, that it's, fun. it's one of the greatest things on the interweb. Now, um, before I get my answer, uh, I, I know I have to check out Cobra Kai. Is it true that Zapka is kind of playing like the good guy now? Yeah, basically, it's blurred as to who's the whole point of the show is uh, we're the hero in our own story, which is amazing because Zavka played such a great teen villain back in the 80s, not just the karate kid. Um, I don't know if if any of you all have seen a movie called Just One of the Guys where a girl uh, went undercover at like a high school as a boy uh, and uh, and uh, Zavka was the was the prick there he, he just mm-hmm. always played a great slimy villain just a <laughs> real piece of shit you know yeah uh but uh but i would have mm-hmm. to say revenge of the nerds and i've actually brought up revenge of the nerds previously during a podcast i don't remember what the topic was about but because i love <laughs> as badly dated as the movie is just because i've talked about like i mean if, if you look back at it there's some questionable sex stuff um talking about uh whether people had permission to do what they did or not uh as well as there's some really bad stereotypes in the movie i still find it a classic i love the original with i I think it was robert carradine anthony edwards i don't remember who played booger uh but everything though in fact, the the one character on revenge of the nerds who uh, latrell uh was the homosexual um he was actually a member of cobra kai in the karate kid if i remember right which is i think yeah i think so yeah um but um but i would like to see that a a reboot of that series with the old characters done right because i love the original movie uh so many great characters um if it was done because i really th- i know that some people like the sequel uh, which took place in hawaii if i remember right i was not a big fan of it and the the less said about the made for tv movies the better uh so i would really like to see uh the original uh crew revisited that you know that's just my two cents what do you think art uh i have so many answers and (laughs) i think i'm just gonna go with police academy Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I would love yeah, yeah. to see a a weekly a, a weekly version of that, but it would have to be the way they did part one, which was the original rated R. Everything else got to be PG thirteen and PG. <clears throat> and I think wasn't there a cartoon at some point too? There was, there was. Yeah, there, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it would have to be definitely like an HBO Showtime sort of show where it has that adult edge. But uh, I, I'd like to see. Uh, <laughs> there's so much of that like you know as it went on they just got goofier and goofier but there's so much that was like teetering the line of of broad comedy but still somewhat grounded in the first one and that's the shit I really liked um, I would love to see that I would love to see that going I think on. most of them are still alive in fact the only I think so except the old yeah, guys maybe like Bubba there. Smith oh. is going to if if I recall correctly yeah. I believe the Bubba Smith passed away but uh Smith, yeah but, I wonder uh, if the commandant's still alive. Probably. No, not. I think well, he passed away. Yeah, I think so too. 
I yeah. have no idea. Right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who is the wait? I thought that the Commodamas the ba- was the quote unquote bad guy. No, that's the captain. That or was Mouse. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Commandant's okay. the really old guy who got a blowjob at the. Post. Yeah, he's passed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he passed away. Um, but yeah. I think that the captain might still be alive. I think so. Probably. And, yeah. and Steve Gutenberg is on cameo nowadays. So well, that's all he's got left. So might as well. <laughs> I mean, and after the Goldbergs, all good, he's on the Goldbergs too. After all that uh, police, he has a, okay. Never mind, he has a show. I was gonna say police. Bobcat Goldwing? Huh? Who'd you say, Jay? Oh, Gutenberg is on the Goldbergs. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bobcat. Bobcat, I'm not sure. Bobcat, Bobcat Goldwaite, the director now. That's what he does. He yeah. Directs. Um, Bobcat Goldwaite? Yeah, yeah, he directs. Yeah, what he does actually, he direct? Oh, dude, he's done a bunch of stuff. He did one movie. I'm trying to remember what it's called, but it was like a found footage style film about Bigfoot that was actually pretty fucking good. <laughs> really yeah it's like they shoot oh. it like with a couple that's out camping and then they encounter bigfoot and i don't want to give anything away but it's <laughs> shot in such a it's just a found footage style and it's actually one of the the very few found footage films that did not annoy the almighty piss out of me okay because i do not like found footage i just don't I'm sounds just, like another topic yeah. <laughs> i'm just trying to imagine what it's like to take direction from bob cackle well he he speaks normally he, that was yeah, he's like a yeah. character he put on <laughs> And I don't think he's on drugs anymore. Well, he may be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as we are rounding out this uh, this particular topic, I just want to share a little uh, snippet before we get to our points. Ladies and gentlemen, Commando the Musical. us we are the closest living out here jenny and me putting ice cream on <laughs> each other's noses and feeding the deer jenny and me we were going to build a normal life here a carefree existence of laughter and play but general kirby he led them right to us and then the bastards actually, took actually her art. away oh my god <laughs> it's art, amazing right? amazing actually that that's another good answer there is a uh, total which, recall. Which film would you like Ooh, to see as a musical? Re- no, 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 no. Talk <laughs> about a proper oh. reboot with the original cast. Total recall. I oh, yeah. want to know more about the three boob chick. Did, Sorry. Of course, yeah. Yes. I, I, yeah. <laughs> One her story. And I would love to know where she went. And I'd also like to know where the character uh, uh, Dean Norris played. The guy with like the pizza melting off his face. Yeah. You know, that Ooh. really ugly son of a bitch. Yeah. 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 Hank Schroeder from uh, Breaking Bad earlier. That was Dean Norris? Yep. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Damn. So uh, everybody go uh, do yourself a favor. Google. Google. Jesus Christ. I sound like an old person. Go to YouTube and search for Commando the Musical. Uh, It is funny as shit. And they actually do all of them, including Total Recall. So Shazam. Predators and Opera, I think. It's Predators and Opera. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) As it should be. How would you rate that, Dave? Um, I'm going to give Art the points. Uh, <laughs> Great. I have no reason <laughs> why. Yeah. Police Academy. <laughs> well, yeah, it definitely brings back. I remember the girl with the wet t-shirt, and I think that might have been one of my first boners as a kid. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple beers in. Okay. Birch, let's uh, hand it over to you. All right. So 
I know 2020 has been a crazy year, so this story kind of went under the radar, but the New York Times had wrote an article that um, the Pentagon has, quote unquote, evidence of craft built off world. Uh, that's a total <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> anyway, freaking aliens, basically. So freaking aliens. Okay. Freaking aliens. So my question out to you guys is if you, if you read the article or if you're um, been following, I did story, not. Allegedly, they're going to release more data later this year, around the December timeframe. So what? How much knowledge do you think the U.S. government has about the existence of extraterrestrials visiting our planet? Mm. Well, why don't we start with you, Jeff, uh, since you are our resident government expert. Why don't you tell well, us what sort of things so you are around the water cooler? I got the inside baseball, so it's a little bit of cheating if I say anything. But uh, oh, well, you know what? How about you give us two truths and... and one false? What? Give us two truths and one falsehood. Okay. Um, I have a huge <laughs> dong. Uh, uh, no, about aliens, you weirdo. Oh, falsehood. <laughs> Terrible at this game. <laughs> no, so so here's my opinion my opinion is where there's smoke there's fire so about three years ago this is like someone will make a great book or movie about this but blink 182 broke up because tom DeLong decided he wanted to chase ufos more than yeah. make music that's oh, right wow. yeah and and he had a very successful rock band for all the, anybody that's under the age of 20 listening to this um <laughs> <laughs> all none of you um so basically he started a foundation called to the stars academy and he actually did something pretty smart he hired a bunch of ex-dod intel guys along with some of the head chief scientists of some of our major defense contractors to bring them together and outside of sharing the knowledge that they have they also look at found footage or alien ufo footage and they're like you know is this a drone is this a balloon or is this something we can't explain? So they were able to get a hold of footage from the Pentagon a few years back and release it. And people thought it was bullcrap until earlier this year where the Pentagon released it and said, oh yeah, we're officially declassifying this. Here's evidence of things we caught flying. We don't know what the hell it is. That kind of gives a lot of uh, prominence to his team and, and showing that they're not kind of just a bunch of crazies. So I'm thinking that they probably have some additional evidence they haven't released yet for that's classified. Um, and they may do that later this year, but, uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's been 20, it's 2020, right. Anything's possible. So we might get our first glimpse into the government acknowledging that they do have some evidence of extraterrestrial beings visiting our planet. What do they, um, what do they call something big that happens right before the election, like the, November surprise or something like that is I or, or October surprise or something like yeah, that. October yeah. surprise. Yeah. Oh, okay. October surprise. Like they could roll out aliens. Yeah. We're on the precipice of hell, Jeff. I can't wait. Well, every I'm alien movie I've ever that. seen kind of ends badly. So yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, it, I guess I sum up by saying, yeah, I think they got evidence and I think they've been holding it back, but we, we might get a glimpse of that in the near future. It's yeah. interesting because I think most scientists claim that like we're a 
we're kind of like a shut, like, you know, we shouldn't be here. So the fact that we are here means that there's probably no one else out there. I mean, I've always, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a religious person myself. Not that that's what this podcast is about, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, uh, but I mean, I've always been of the mindset that, you know, mankind's place is kind of to go out and explore the stars and expand out upon the, expand out upon the universe because eventually our sun is going to leave us you know of course it's billions of years in the future but it will happen thank you art um i i've always been i mean don't get me wrong there's lots of great evidence out there in fact there's a great show on travel channel called paranormal Conan and cameron it's you know people turn in clips from around the world of <laughs> quote-unquote ghosts and aliens and bigfoot and this and that and there is a lot of great footage of UFOs. I've always been more the mindset that a lot of that stuff is well faked drones or that it's, and perhaps this is what our friend Jeff does with his government job, that a lot of it is the government hardware that has not been released. You know, I think back with the stealth bomber, which was kept on the wraps for a long time. There were a lot of sightings of it. But people were just like, you know, oh, you're crazy. It doesn't really exist, blah, 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 blah. I find it hard to believe at times that alien life does exist. Um, But I think I might be contradicting something I said on a prior podcast. So I'm just going to. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I I didn't want to be wrong to say it, but we actually had a big talk about this. And uh, I'm trying to remember. And uh, apparently somebody has a little waffle waffle tendency. Yes. I waffle. Did you get new data, Lex? Is that what this is? You change your mind based on new data? I just don't like agreeing with you. <laughs> nope, nope. It's uh, okay, it's right. The government got to him. Damn it! It's just that Lex's uh, convictions and character arc are just as consistent and dependable as those on this show. Yay! <laughs> okay, enough of that. I'm a Phoebe. Uh, you're you such a Phoebe. No. What do you think, Art? You're a Chandler. Um, <laughs> wait, what was the question? The question is, do you think the U.S. government has... (laughs) I got it. No, I got it about aliens. Um, I think that the government knows a lot more than they say. Uh, Now, to what degree? I don't... I don't. I, I don't. I don't believe that I would fall in the camp of all those yo those yo yos who are like going to storm Area Fifty One. And I, I honestly feel like we don't have any earth shattering evidence i think that we have enough little bits and pieces that can raise some real eyebrows and some questions but i don't i I don't know i had i think it's just so fantastical to imagine that we have like an entire spacecraft or something you know i can imagine that we found some debris or some alloys and shit like that that we just can't explain like we don't know where this came from you know that sort of stuff but I don't know. I mean, I've seen the videos and I, I didn't see the article you're talking about, but I do remember it was in like midsummer, right? Yeah, it was around. Or, around yeah, like I remember Asian seeing time videos time. come out like from the International Space Station or other things like that. The problem with videos for me now is it is so incredibly easy and accessible to doctor things. I mean, look at deep fake yeah, technology. Yeah, this came from the Pentagon. This didn't come from some guy online. But it's just like, I'd like to think it came from the Pentagon, but it's like, how do I know? You know, I mean, it's just, it's in a newspaper. I mean, how do you know? It's like, 
Again, I don't want to have to look at it. Maybe it's on the DOD's website, but no, if it's on an officially sanctioned government website, that's one thing. But if it's like we got this from a source within the Pentagon and here's a newspaper article or anything else referencing it, then you know what? People are so fucking good at at conning people, they could create all this backstory and this this material and then submit it as an anonymous source and then it goes out. But if you're talking about it's on a hub. That's an actual secured server. That's different, you know. Have you seen, I don't know. I'd have to take a look at it. I only remember seen seeing the stuff that was. Go fast or the gimbal video. What's that? Have you seen the go fast or the gimbal video? No. Okay. Yeah, those are the videos that got released. You should check them out. They're pretty interesting. I, mean, I really. I if love I was going to sum it up real quick, I'm just going to say that the video isn't just a video. It, it's video captured from F-22s, which are one yeah. of the most maneuverable, fastest aircraft we have from trained pilots who, who fly these planes who are seeing things that are outmaneuvering the craft that they're in by mm -hmm. a significant uh, magnitude so you just got to keep it in mind who's actually making the comments in the video okay i love the fact that that jeff um from from as long as i you know for as long as i've known you you've always been kind of the resident skeptic of like you know religion ghosts ufos so on and so forth and yet you're the one who has all this shit happen to you like like <laughs> yeah like you, i didn't get i don't believe in ghosts all these ghosts i ain't afraid no ghost yeah <laughs> you are literally the scully of our group <laughs> you're a hottie <laughs> nice. the yeah, you are yeah <laughs> yeah well i'm not gonna disagree with that guys <laughs> okay i had one ghost experience all right we already talked about that actually <laughs> what do you think jay tell me about it well i mean i've always had an interest in ufos the paranormal things like bigfoot Loch Ness monster all that stuff i i feel like 95 percent of the stuff could be explained but it's always that five percent that just intrigues mm -hmm. And um, you know, like Jeff was saying, I mean, they're that footage they they've been releasing now from you know the the fighter jets is really really intriguing. Uh, but I agree with what some of you guys are saying. I mean, it's it's becoming harder and harder to become a a paranormal or a UFO investigator because hoaxes are getting more and more sophisticated. Um, I I do feel like the the government does know more than they're letting on. But also keep in mind the government does have a history of misinformation. They will sometimes throw out stuff like UFOs to get us off track of what they're really working on. So that's I am. one thing I will say, though, if, if there are aliens, I hope that they, they land. We have a press conference and I hope the first question from a reporter is anal probes. What's that about? <laughs> going to change well, your entire medical science where they realize everything can be fixed by sticking stuff in your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please go back home. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Exotic. <laughs> appropriate. UFOs, it's all because of that fucking Carol Baskin. That's it. <laughs> well, actually, you, you know what, Art? You will be happy to know that I'm waffling once again because I just remembered Unsolved Mysteries, which came back on Netflix uh, for like an... an eight-part run in fact i think the new season will be started the yeah the new episodes will be starting up again but they had a great episode with ufos where basically a bunch of residents of this one town in northeast is back in like 68 or 69 
a bunch of them had an abduction story over the course of like an eight hour period or something like that. And for all I know, they could all be wonderful actors, but you know, none of these people are like affiliated with each other and it just, and they all have the same stories and it's all, it's really interesting. So again, don't know if the government's involved. Uh, don't know if aliens are involved. Don't know if it's just some big, you know, Hollywood scheme or something, but it's uh, it's some pretty interesting stuff. So if you've not seen that episode yet, I definitely recommend checking it out. All right, Dave, how are the points? For this, I'm going to give zero points because I know the government's listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what these guys are talking about. I want to keep my clearance. You're right. going to be anal probe, just like the rest of us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just bring the vest. But the question is, but the question is, uh, among the five of us, who is going to enjoy it? It's <laughs> just looking for an excuse. I can tell. All right. Well, with that comment, Joe, why don't you lead us out with our last disappointing? All right, so I had two topics, and uh, Dave kind of gave me leeway to choose one. So let me see. Damn it, Dave! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all Jeez, right. You were um, really just phoning it in now, aren't you? All right, I will make the. You know, a lot of people do this, including myself. Um, so I wanted to ask if it was insane or not. You know, don't answer without hearing me. Me actually give the explanation here. I am part of a lottery pool at work. So basically each week um, I pay eight dollars. you know, everybody in the group pays eight dollars. that covers two mega million drawings, two powerball drawings. Have, have we won the jackpot yet? Of course not. You know, you, you know, I think every week it's a two million plus one the chance you, you know that you would actually win. A lot of people say that the lottery is a tax for the stupid. Um, and since the odds are 2 million plus to one, you know, that looks to be the case. My question is, is that how you all feel? I myself, to answer the question, do I expect to win? Of course not. However, I view it as an $8 pull of a slot machine each week. And so, um, you know, I'm fortunate in that I do well enough that I can, that, that I can, you know, basically burn eight dollars a week um and like i said i've yet to win anything you know with the exception of a few smaller things here and there but but the thing is is that you always have that chance like i mean you're always chasing that bigger win and and who knows perhaps you could be that lucky person so i think it's basically burning money but at the same time too i i would hesitate to call it a tax on the stupid because if that's the case that anybody who goes to Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or whatever, we're all in the same boat. What do you think? Let's start with uh, let's start with Art this time, since I've been to Las Vegas with Art. <laughs> Actually, I've never I've never heard it put quite so uh, so bluntly as a tax on the stupid. I've heard it as a tax on the poor, um, and that I one hundred percent agree on because dollars to donuts. Most people that I see going in to buy. Lottery tickets and scratchers are, hey, you never know what somebody's story is. 
but you can usually take a guess when you see them roll up in their bicycle that's missing a chain and they're pulling out pennies to buy a fucking lottery ticket. Um, I do believe it is a bit of a tax on the poor. The odds are so con- inconceivably bad. Um, this is one thing. It's like I don't like to consider myself a conspiracy theorist at all, but I would almost, almost be willing to say that there is a conspiracy about lotto winners because never have I ever, ever, ever known hey, anybody who knew someone who knew someone who knew someone who knew someone who won an actual big ticket lottery. It's always been somebody who won a hundred grand, which is nothing to piss at. But I've never known anybody of somebody who who won a multi million dollar thing. Yeah. Dave apparently it does though. So the first thing uh, I have to know is, Dave, are they still alive, or yeah, did their right. own greed or the greed of their friends and family kill them? And if they are alive, did they lose it all? My wife's cousin won a million. Wow! And uh, he actually is crazy as he is sometimes. He spent his money wisely, bought a house and uh, bought a boat. But oh, yeah. you know. He's now mortgage-free for the rest of his life. And so he did it right. Well, I guess I could say a million. Look, I don't want to degrade this. A million is a lot of money. But when we talk about the like the Powerballs and things, I'm thinking about 30 million, 50 million, 100, you know, all that crazy shit. That stuff, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, the odds are just so crazy. And it always happens in the most random of liquor stores, convenience (laughs) stores. And it's these people who just show up and they're like, I don't I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, they're caricatures. They're not human beings who win these things. <laughs> it's like they have more eyes than they have teeth and they just don't understand what's happening. It's just really, I don't know. Um, I think that I think that it is a tax on the poor. But that being said, I would be lying if my wife and I said we never bought lotto tickets. And um yeah, we definitely do. Now, guy who doesn't I'd be go curious to, to see how this whole thing would work, Joe, just on your uh, your lotto pool. Um, here's my question. Do you guys have any like contracts in place? Like no. action? So, dude, somebody's going to get yeah. fucked. No. Pro- <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me. Do you- Look, the minute somebody gets like $50 million, you think that that person who's buying the ticket isn't going to run now, off. Look how much you waffle on this call. You're definitely, oh, dude, you're definitely you're gonna, gonna fuck everybody over. over. <laughs> you guys, man, you know, the you first thing is you're gonna fucking change your no, name. No, 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 you're no, gonna no. get into a back of a van and you're gonna be no. managing a Cinnabon out in Montana with your millions of dollars. <laughs> Let me ask you. Okay. <laughs> okay, you got me there. You got me yeah, there. seriously. Come on. Now. No, here's my thing. Here's my thing. And uh and 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 we still need both Jeff and Jay's response here as well. Here's my thing with the lottery. Let's say I did win. Um, you know, let's say my group, it's 11 people right now, including myself. Um, you know, let's say we win a, a huge, you know, even I think the beginning mega million and, and uh, Powerball jackpot is around 40 million or something. It might be a little bit less than that. Um, even if you split that 11 ways, that would be enough for me just to pay off my mortgage. And really, that's that's all I care about, to be honest. I, I know you guys will say bullshit. But I mean, you know, but but I don't want to be filthy rich. You, you know, I'll, I would be happy if I could pay off my house and just live comfortably without a mortgage payment each month. I Don't you know, worry. After they take the taxes out, that's all you will be able to do. <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Let's actually go with Jay next. 
Well, one of my favorite things about the the lot of well, first, I mean, I I, I don't think it's a a tax on the stupid. I do think it's a tax on the poor. I mean, we usually do these lotto tickets as a family. If they're stocking stuffers at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite thing is I worked at a couple of jobs years ago where we were all so miserable. Each week we would pitch in for some lottery tickets. And the idea was if we won, we'd split it all and we'd all quit. And that was like such a great fantasy, but it, of course it, it never happened, but, <laughs> but it's risk versus reward for me. I mean, it's a few bucks here and there and the rewards could be a, a Patrick Mahomes contract. So it's like I said, it's an $8 pull of the slot machine yeah, yeah exactly. or, or, or it's a $2 pull of the slot machine. If, if you just do a mega million quick pick or something like that, you know, now, now Dave, Dave knows my wife, so if, if if I were to win, she would handle the money, and I think she would stay, but we'll see. I mean, I'll let maybe Dave chime in on that. But <laughs> Now, Joe, I want to ask you, because you're the one handling this, so let's say mm-hmm. you won, your, your pool mm-hmm. won, right? Mm-hmm. So that money is officially in your name. That mm-hmm. tax is going to come out of that. So are you just going to divide up the, the leftovers? Because technically I think the tax bracket would be different if you broke that prize up against multiple mm. people. I didn't know that. So, I, I, I think the, well, I mean, the very first thing I do, that if, if I slash we won is I would sign all of our names to the back of the ticket. Yeah. I, I know, I know you're saying you're calling bullshit, but I would that's the kind of person I am. I'm sorry. We didn't win this week, guys. But... We didn't win this week, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, can you just go ahead and, uh, you know, look, I'll give you eight bucks later if you just go ahead and put our names on that, would you? That'd be great. No, but I would I, I would think the first thing we would want to do is probably consult with a attorney, uh, which I know a lot of lottery winners do is consult with Boring! A... No, because you would want to handle it, right? Because the last thing I would want to do, since I am the person who <laughs> handles all the money, all the ticket buying, all the all the, basically what I do is every time I get tickets, like this afternoon, I got ticket or this morning I got tickets and I sent pictures of the tickets. So I think you're all right. Members. I mean, I, so I think it's, it's not, you know, I don't know if I use the word I am tax. The point person for, for um, everything. I would, I would, it does adversely impact the poor and for obvious reasons, because the poor are looking for that. Um, what do you think big big on this topic, Jeff? Um, and it's not a tax on the stupid. It's only, it's only a tax on the stupid. If you think I'm buying this ticket to win the lottery. If you're buying this ticket because of entertainment value for that, you know, like Jay said, the fantasy that you're going to have, oh, if I won, what would I spend it on? You know, who would I give money to? Like, that's fun. And, and that, you know, that's exciting. If, if you're buying it because it's your retirement plan, then, yeah, you might be stupid. So I, I think it's like Joe said earlier, it's like if, pulling a yeah. slot machine. It's just gambling. It's for fun. You should be doing it with the expectation that have fun, not to become yeah. a millionaire. So, but also at the same time, I remember it might have been Powerball or Mega Millions, but a lady in South Carolina won, I think it was a billion and a half dollars. And after taxes and lump sum, she took mm-hmm. away like 860 million. Yeah. Um, so is she stupid? Yeah, is she stupid? Because I don't think so. Yeah, so anybody who wins big isn't stupid, and it's not a stupid. It's it's just for fun. Oh, that poor lady. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's a where, lot. Of uh, where does where does she live, and <laughs> yeah, I, I and in fact, I think that somebody in our group just because we have a uh, 
we have a separate thread with all of our um, members uh, from that was disappointing. You know, our our co-host producer as well as our guest panelists. In fact, Jay, I'll have to add you to it. But um, but I, I think somebody brought up about. <laughs> Possibly doing a lottery club with our group as well. <laughs> if that's the case, I guess I would be put in charge of that. <laughs> no, it's all good. Y'all can give me the money and I'll take yeah. care of it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. There was a smudge on the photo you saw. It was not, it was not an eight. It was a six. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> How would you score this, Dave? Uh, Joe, I'm going to give you eight points if you add me to your lottery group. Uh, <laughs> odds of winning the Powerball, the mega prize, whatever, is one in 292 million plus some. So uh, yeah. I was I was so mad recently. I had on one line, I had the Powerball, and on another line, I had like like three numbers. If I got those to like on back-to-back lines, if right. I got those to match on one line, I think that's like $8,000 or something like that. That's the Lex luck for you. That what is- can I say? Yeah. Not this time. Well, <laughs> that's so disappointing that you didn't win. Yeah. And it's disappointing that this is the end of our podcast. Oh, uh, that as well. Well, um, I <laughs> get the turd well, out of here then. Well, uh, Jay, would you like to plug your podcast one more time for our viewers out there? Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, first, thanks for thanks for having me. Thanks, Dave, for reaching out to me about this. Um, you guys had uh, Becca on here, so she and I do a podcast called Between Two Butts, the podcast that lets nothing slip between the cracks is with our friend Tice Rust. He's kind of stuck in the middle of us because Becca and I, we love talking about things we do together like theater, cosplay, improv, fitness, but it always comes down to some sort of butt humor and Tice is stuck in the middle trying to control the two kids in the back of the class that shouldn't be sitting together so we're on facebook uh between two butts with the number two on twitter with the two spelled out so check us out nice and listen to that was disappointing yeah there you go. <laughs> Jeff, is there anything you'd like to plug yeah i would actually i'd like to plug my podcast um, that was disappointing. Um, only the ones that have me in it. <laughs> so episodes one, three, and whatever number this is. <laughs> Love it. Oh, Jeffy, Jeff, 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 Jeff. All right, uh, Art, you wanted to go ahead and play us out there? Or, um, you know, as always, we ask that our listeners please subscribe. Yes, uh, please uh, go ahead and click the subscribe button, like us, leave us a good review. If you hated this experience, uh, pretend like it never happened and do not leave us a review because that's not going to help us at all. Um, so until the next time Joe loses poker and can sing us out on his own, we'll do it together. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. Oh, that was, ugh. <laughs>